Pacific youth are looking at how they can spark positive change in the world following the Hiroshima G7 Youth Summit, which has just wrapped up. Youth from around the world met in Japan in an effort to find solutions to stopping the use of nuclear weapons. Maohi youth delegate Tamato Tepohiari was there. Lydia Lewis spoke with a prospective PhD student in anthropology who says he wants to examine nuclear impacts in Maohi people. I'm actually in Japan for us to attend the ICANN, International Campaign to Abolish Nuclear Weapons, uh, ICANN Youth Seminar for the G7. And we are actually in Hiroshima. We just, you know, got here yesterday, last night. And today is going to be the first day of this youth seminar. So we're going to talk about different topics regarding nuclear weapons in the world, why nuclear weapons is so dangerous for the world, and how we can abolish them through different solutions that we're going to go through this week. And I'm actually delegating. I'm a youth delegate of Maohinui French Polynesia, French-occupied Polynesia. So, yes, it's going to be a huge opportunity because I'm not the only one from the Pacific. There's Tale that you might know. There's other from Fiji, like Meretuilo. There's some from Solomon Islands. And we are all gathered here with uh, Reverse the Trend, thanks to Reverse the Trend, uh, which is an American NGO, uh, who, which is actually advocating for, for nuclear abolition. And there's also other youth delegates from all over the world, like in New York or, yeah, everywhere. (laughs) For you, what was it that kicked off this journey? Yes, definitely. I mean, I can say that everyone in Tahiri, Maohinui, is deeply related to nuclear testing period because all of our ancestors, grandpa, grandmas, uh, worked in that period, you know, and in your family, was anybody impacted? Particularly my grandpa, you know. So he worked on Moruroa a couple of years ago. And um, my grandpa died when I was born or before I was born, I think. Yeah, a year before I was born. And he died, you know, suddenly without any understanding. Like he just fell down. And my mom told me that, you know, the blood uh, came out from his mouth and he died. But we know now that, you know, his die, his death is related to nuclear testing period, to what he, he was doing over there first. Second, my grandma got uh, breast cancer and, you know, she was struggling with and she, you know, she she went through medical treatments and everything. But I, I, we, you know, we are pretty sure that this medical treatment, treatment, sorry, wasn't a way to heal her, but just to, you know, to slow down her death. So that's my conclusion right now. It's like not only they were involved, my grandpa was involved in uh, nuclear sites as a former worker, but uh, he got rejected. He got, you know, rejected pathology and he died. And this has had a repercussion on my grandma and all my family, like my mother and her sisters and brothers. So 
that's why I was saying, you know, that's why I need to, my research topic is more based on all of these testimonies. How do people feel regarding their deaths, uh, everything that they went through until, you know, from that moment until now. How do you feel? <laughs> that's the great question and that's a tough question. I feel okay, you know, because I still, I'm still shining. Let's say I'm shining in the sense of, you know, uh, I'm working, I'm learning more about my history, a part of my history. I'm doing, I'm doing my part, like uh, Maori people need to do, you know, like what is uh, my own responsibility uh, and how can I contribute to this world? And regarding the different issues that not only Maori but Pacific people have been struggling with, so I'm doing good, doing good because you know I still have this hope, this courage, this strength, this faith to to face the world, to to be responsible, and to contribute to this world. But on the other hand, uh, it's not easy. It's not easy because there are so many things that I need to catch up, not only about the history, but all uh, on the research, on the different testimonies of what really happened at that time. And now that I'm in Japan, you know, I didn't think I was, I'm going to be in Japan today. So being here in Japan, in an international meeting, gathering and talk and know more about uh, nuclear weapons, so I feel just, you know, like empowered, empowered to contribute for my community. Japan plans to release over one million tonnes of nuclear wastewater from the damaged Fukushima Daiichi nuclear power plant into the Pacific Ocean in a couple of months. Do you know about that and what discussions, if any, are going on among the youth about that issue? Oh, thank you for this question, Lydia, because it's a really interesting question, interesting question that Tale and I have been reflected on, uh, you know, for from Saturday, because we got a strategy meeting with uh, some organization in the Pacific and other in the USA and some of, you know, from Jap Japan, actually. So I know that is a tough question at the same time, because that's one of my deep reflection, you know, because Japan is talking about um, nuclear disarmament actions. But on the other side, we have the TEPCO, uh, which is, you know, which plan on uh, dumping the nuclear waste in the Pacific, and that's the reason. I'm, that's the reason why I'm here, also in Japan. So as to you know to advocate for that, but to, to just tell them to stop, because we cannot you know admit that as we we got that in the in the in the strategy meeting that we got with Ale on uh, Saturday, uh, we were just reflecting on you know different actions so as not for them to do that in the Pacific. But I know it's also complicated at the same time. I don't know, I mean, for us as affected communities, but also for Japan. But I think it's a still uh, ongoing, it's still an ongoing reflection that we need to, to, you know, to push forward 
and just to to tell them to stop because it's something that I won't admit. I, I won't admit that they will do that again in the Pacific. We have been through nuclear testing period for years and our people are struggling with uh, different scales like health, uh, environmental, political, historically, memories, testimonies, and etc. So with this dumping of nuclear waste in the Pacific, it's going to be more like, and they say that's going to be for 30 years. The official G7 meeting with world leaders starts on May 19th.